Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's Jenny Montana, and I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. Period. I think I'm better when you're not around. Bully me, bully me, bully me. All right. We got Journey Montana jumping off the porch with us today. Yeah. How you feeling today, Sue? I'm excited. I'm happy to be here. For sure. It's a pleasure to have you on the porch with us today, nonetheless. Yes. In Atlanta. You feel me? <laughs> Welcome to the Vibes. How does it feel to be in the city where the players play? It feels good. It's warmer out here, so I'll take it. For sure. It's cold in New York right now. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> Ain't y'all snow? It's snowing and everything. No, there, not right? yet. But, but it's just brick as shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How y'all deal with the wind chill? Well, I don't. <laughs> I hibernate or I go out I go out of state. Yeah. Like I, I have to travel. Like I can't stay there. But I don't know. I think a lot of people just get used to it. You know, especially when it starts snowing. You just gotta like Thug it out. Yeah, you just gotta thug it out, put some gloves on maybe. Scarf. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> people really be living their lives like that. Mm hmm That'd be lit. In the snow. Mm-hmm. So how would you describe growing up in New York City? Um, I don't know, it was kind of crazy. I had a lot of freedom, like, growing up in the city. Like, just being really young and going to school by myself and coming home by myself and just kind of hanging out with my friends on my own time. Because I noticed, like, in a, in a lot of other states, like, you need to rely on, like, a car, like, things like that. And I didn't have to do that. It was just like, I'll be home at this time, <laughs> you know, whatever things like that but yeah I mean it was it was really cool I also have my big sisters so I got to grow up around a lot of their friends and a lot of my sister's friends were like creatives and dancers and artists and designers and all sorts of stuff like that so I grew up a lot of around a lot of creative people you know that were not afraid to just do whatever they wanted and like express themselves however so I think that played a big part in like my style and the way I carry myself. Yeah. That's real. But it was cool. <laughs> so what was your sister into that had all these creative minds around? Well, my sister went to a performing arts high school. So um, she was just around a lot of like cool people. Um, a lot of dancers. I don't know if you know who Kit the Wiz is. He's like um, a dancer. He was on like America's Got Talent. He's like a pretty known like trained dancer in New York and it was like their whole crew used to like just hang out around the family a lot. Um, but yeah, she's into like fashion. So she was, she studied like fashion design and things like that. And she's actually my creative director, that's which is crazy. funny enough. But, so mom yeah. got some creative kids on hand. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's real, that's so <laughs> real. So how would you describe yourself as a kid? I was annoying. Oh, I was fucking annoying. Oh, can I curse? <laughs> No, I was, I was annoying though. Like every single teacher I had, like my nickname was always the same. Like, and they didn't even know each other. It was just Chatterbox. That was my nickname. Cause I just talked so much. Like I would never shut. <laughs> no, cause honestly I think about me as a kid and I would not be able to stand me as a child. Like honestly, because I was just really like talkative and you know, just a lot of personality in like a little, little girl. But I was also really creative 
and I always kind of knew what I wanted to do. Like, I always knew I wanted to be a singer, and I was very expressive about that. Like, I did, like, every talent show and performed for my family and did shows and did improv skits and all sorts of stuff. I was always into acting and singing and all sorts of stuff like that. That's crazy. Yeah, I was annoying, though. So at what point would you say you jumped off the porch with it? Um, I would say when I when I got into high school, when I was like eighth or ninth grade, I actually was like, I want to do this. And then I started doing like, because I was always doing singing videos on like Instagram and stuff. Um, since like fifth grade, fourth grade, I was doing like singing videos. Since I started Instagram, like that was like my first post on Instagram was like a video of me singing. But I actually started putting like attention to detail into it when I was like in eighth, ninth grade and I was doing like piano covers and teaching myself how to play instruments. And um, you know, and then I started songwriting. Um, and this is before I had even like recorded in the studio before, but I was just like putting, I would put like a verse on a song and then like post it on Instagram. I kind of like expanded from just doing singing videos. And then, um, yeah, I think from there it kind of expanded because then producers started reaching out and then, you know, situations started to unfold because I was just putting myself out there, but I just took it a little bit more serious around that time. That's yeah. real. <laughs> How hard was it for you to lock in and focus at such a young age on what you wanted to do with your life and your talents? Honestly, it wasn't that hard because I was a little delusional. I, I'm still delusional. I think everybody should be a little bit delusional. As delusional as possible, honestly. Because um, when you're delusional, you're just like, There's, this is just what's happening, you know? That's what makes it happen. Um, and I feel like as soon as I decided that this is what's happening, like it didn't really crossed my mind anything else happening, you know? Um, like, it took a long time for it to really be like, oh, this is actually hard a little bit, you know what I mean? Or like, I kind of am the type of person that just takes it. Like, if, mm -hmm. if I take it out, it's like, all right, whatever. If something goes wrong or doesn't go my way, it's like, all right, whatever, keep it pushing. I don't really dwell on things. So there's not much of that, because I'm Delulu. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you decide on the name Journey Montana? Yeah, that's my mom. That's my, my. That's your birth name. That's my birth name. Yeah. That's a unique ass name. Thank you. That's lit. <laughs> so, how would you describe yourself in your music? What do you want listeners to take from you when they turn your music on? Um, you know, I always say that my music and my writing, because I write all of my music um, as of right now, but my writing is kind of like saying the things that you probably wouldn't say out loud, maybe. Um, like in one of my songs, I just said, your dick stink and your bed ain't made. Like, Damn. you're gonna have to get out of my house. And you know, you're not necessarily gonna say that, but, a nigga but you're gonna think it. You definitely had a stink dick nigga that you, you know say what I that, mean? Though. No, not necessarily. Nah, that, you, you speaking <laughs> from experience, <laughs> but that nigga on the No, but it's just like, I grew up around a lot of women. Yeah. So I can definitely pull from like, experiences um, and like put myself in other women's shoes and just perspectives. That was in my song, Jack, and I actually took that, um, it's like a perspective of Hit the Road Jack. So that was kind of where I expanded on that idea where it was like, you gonna have to get out of my house. So I was just like coming up with things 
that you would probably not say out loud in that mm -hmm. moment, but you would really be thinking like, this is what's wrong with him. Like you, you wouldn't tell a guy like your dick stinks, but like you might be thinking it and that might be a reason that's like, you need to get out of my house. So, you know, I feel like my music is definitely like the pinnacle of like things you probably wouldn't say out loud. And I'm really big on like journaling and like diary entries and like writing. I really like to write. So, um, you know, I kind of treat my music the same way. Like it's, pri it's my, my inner thoughts, like my private thoughts that like, I'm not gonna share with anybody, but I'm sharing with the world. Right. But like, you know, I, I kind of want people to come to my music and be able to sing the things that they wait, they might like journal. No, nah, that's real. That's really want everybody yeah. to relate to you. Yeah, and that, and it feel like personal. Yeah. You know, it does. It, I don't want it to feel surface level. It's not surface level music. It's like personal music that's attached to like real emotion. No, nah, that's real. Yeah. I'm still like taken back. You told a nigga his dick stink. <laughs> Why are you scared to tell a nigga his dick stink if his dick stink though? Okay. See, the thing about me, I feel like. You I'm kind of the perfect, I'm kind of the perfect example of like somebody who I'm making my music for because I'm a, I try to be a nice person. Like I try to be polite. I try to carry myself a certain way. My thing is like, I keep it cute. It's a habit. Um, so like, I don't really try to get out. I don't really let people get me out of character. That's not my character. So, you know, but I do get things off my chest. That's why I journal. That's why I go to therapy. That's why I do certain things because I get things off my chest mm -hmm. in a positive way. Um, and I don't always flip out. Like I'm gonna say how I feel and I'm gonna be polite and I'm gonna be articulate, but like, I'm not gonna always say the most disrespectful and outrageous things. So for the girls like that, that keep it cute, you know, I'm, mean, oh, okay, th this okay. is the outlet. This for you. Yeah, this is okay, the outlet. Okay, this is where real. we could be a little bit spicy because a lot of people say it's like, I make like spicy R&B. Mm. But it's just to have that outlet to like say the things that you probably want to say out loud. Right, right, mm -hmm. right, right, right. Yeah. You might be the nicest New York guy I ever met. Oh my gosh, that was literally in my Twitter bio. <laughs> I am. I, I That's am. That's some nice New Yorker shit. I, I ain't am. never heard nobody. I'm, I'm the nicest New Yorker you'll ever meet. Like, you won't believe it, I am. You from Mount Vernon. No. <laughs> no. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm bullshitting with you. I'm bullshitting with you. So talk about Ain't Mine featuring Lay Banks. Yes, my girl. Um, uh, Ain't Mine is like a fun record. It was like a summer song that we did. I immediately like thought of her when I did it. And I had like teased it online. And a couple of like blogs had picked it up and everybody was like, oh, put Lay Banks on it, put Lay Banks. Or, you know, comparing it to Lay Banks. And as soon as I saw like comparisons or whatever, I was like, like you want to have on this? Like, what's going on? So, um, you know, we have been cool for a while. So it just, it just made sense. And I really, I'm really proud of that record. It's really fun and cute. And again, speaking from the heart, that nigga ain't mine. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a fun record. And we had a lot of fun with the video. 
And yeah, lovely. She killed her verse also. No, there's a lot yeah. of energy for sure. Mm -hmm. So what should we expect from the forthcoming project and when can we expect the forthcoming project? Yes, so the project Stargirl, my EP, drops November 17th. So make sure you guys look out for that. We can expect vibes, big vibes, R&B vibes, R&B features. I have Eric Bellinger on a song. Um, we actually wrote two songs together and you know, this one really just hit different. So it just made perfect sense. He's amazing, like goaded. And I actually am a big, big, big fan of him. I've been listening to him for years. So it's like a full circle moment for me um, to have a song with him because he's like the best. Um, yeah, um, and then, you know, it's, it's an alternative type of R&B, but I feel like it really speaks to me and like who I am as an artist, which I think was really important when I was creating it, like in the back of my mind, like who am I as an artist and making it different from anything else that's out. Um, yeah, I just feel like it's a good representation of like who I am. Yeah. That's real. How hard was it working with somebody you looked up to and listened to for years and what type of critiques would you say that they made that you allow and accept it and then take it as anything personal. Oh, I, I love criticism. Mm -hmm. I love criticism. And especially like if I look up to you, I love criticism. It's like my favorite thing. Like, help me be better. I love it. I always want to be better. And being in the studio with Eric, um, who is one of the greatest, uh, him giving me any notes at all, I was just like, yeah, sure. Um, of course, I was like shitting myself going into the studio, but you know, he's very, he's very nice and he's very warm and welcoming. And um, yeah, it was a little intimidating because he was just like, you know, you start off the song and you know, letting me kind of take the, take the reins on it. And I was like, okay, I don't know if this is, this is good or whatever. And he was just like, no, it's great, I love it. And then we just started like bouncing off of each other. And yeah, it was just, it was really the best. And then he also like was kind of vocal producing me a bit, which was like amazing. Um, yeah, he's just so talented and I love to just soak up any, anything that I can, you know. That's for real. Yeah. How would you describe existing as an R&B artist in today's time of music? I feel like, like it's always been, it's just a challenge. Like things just take hard work because things are always changing and you have to just be creative and come up with different things and new things that people haven't done before. I think that's kind of the name of the game is just like thinking outside the box and trying to just be as creative as possible. Um, yeah, I mean, R&B is in a really special place right now because I feel like it's like doing this. <laughs> I don't know. Um, there's so many amazing artists coming out right now, including myself. And I'm just so excited to where it's going to go because I feel like R&B is about to like take over. Yeah, I think it's going to have this Again. early 90s, yeah. 2000s. It's already yeah. really taking over, yeah. but because there's so much good R&B music out right now, like it's, it's been a while since it's been like that. And I'm just really excited to see, you know, how it continues to grow and expand. And I'm so happy to be a part of it, you know, and be here for it. it. Yeah, you know, um, I feel like I play my part or I, I try to play my part. And um, yeah, I just, I love it. I'm excited. That's real. Who are some of the artists you look up to and want to work with in hopes of one day? Who I want to work with? 
Uh, Drake and SZA are like my top, my, my Scorpio brother and sister. I love, I love them and I love their pen. Their voice is just very, very unique, which is something that I think I've soaked up. Uh, one of my biggest influences though, um, just as an artist as a whole, um, in general, is Etta James. Love her. I was like obsessed with her for years. That was like the first artist that I kind of took to on my own without like my sisters or my mom being like, here, learn about this artist or here, you know, you want to be a singer. But like I found her on my own and I was just like enthralled, like, oh my gosh, she's amazing. So she's one of my biggest influences um, when it comes to just like the emotion thing, because I feel like during that time, she kind of carried that, you know, where everything that she wrote was coming from like a real emotion, you know, like a solid thing that you're feeling in your stomach. So I try to, I try to, you know, pull from that as much as I can because, you know, that's what we're supposed to do, you know, look up to the greats. Um, but who else I'd want to work with? I'd want to work with Bia, um, Callie, Flo Millie, um, all the girlies, Lola, Lola Brooke. Lola Brooke, um, Lotto. I definitely want to want to do a female rapper collab. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I think that'd be cute. He's fucking with it. Yeah. That's hard. <laughs> so, a lot of people move to New York in hopes to make it. So, I want to say, is it hard to make it out of New York? What I will ask is, how do you feel? How hard is it to stand out in New York? Hmm, that's an interesting question. I feel like it could be hard for somebody coming like from somewhere else um, because people in New York are very, very creative. But I feel like the longer you're around it, the more you kind of soak up like the creative energy. And it's really just about confidence. You know, I feel like that's kind of the energy in New York. Like everybody's very confident and that's why they're wearing the wacky outfits and doing the crazy hair and you know, having the red giant boots everywhere, you know, shit like that, like, we just don't care, and we're gonna just wear whatever we want and do whatever we want, and I think standing out is really just like a confidence thing, you know? Who has the confidence to just really do whatever whatever they want? So I think that's really it, and, and I feel like New York is kind of at the top of that, that chain out of like all the states, in my opinion, when it comes to just like confidence, because, you know, in comparison to like other people that I've met from other states, like New Yorkers just have a different type of confidence a little bit. And I think that's kind of where it comes to the standing out thing. Because you can always, it's little things that's like a tell, you know? That's real. Yeah. Besides music, what else are you working on or interested in? Well, I also act and I write like stories and um, screenplay. And, things like that for television. Um, yeah, I want to get into film and, you know, I'm also working on my merch brand, you know, line and things like that. Yeah, really excited about. That's real, that's real. How hard is it for you to pour emotion and creativity into everything you do? Because that can be draining as an artist and that's what most people at home don't see. Mm -hmm. I mean, for me, it's kind of, like necessary, you know? I don't know who I would be or if I would even be if like I didn't have my creative out it. Let me start that over. Yeah, one more time. I got you, I got you. <laughs> if 
got tongue twisted. Okay. How hard or easy is it for you to pour your creativeness, your passion into everything you do? Because a lot of times people at home do not get to see the artist be always in these spaces or always have to be in this realm of, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Creativity and just yeah. ready to give it all. Yeah. I feel like for me, um, at least, I couldn't imagine who I would be or if I would even be if I didn't have the creative outlets that I have because I write every single day. It's the first thing I do in the morning, whether I'm writing, you know, just my feelings or I'm writing a song or I'm writing a list of things that I want or, you know, I have my 300 list of things that I want out of life and I just add to that every morning or every day at least and, and writing is just a big part of who I am and I feel like it keeps me sane a bit, just like, you know, music, singing, being in the studio, or even like playing a character, dressing up. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Up, doing my hair, all of these things. Um, I also like paint sometimes when I'm like really in my creative zone. But, you know, all of those things kind of keep me sane. I think that's why they call it like a creative because it's just the way that you operate. It's the way that you move. It's like the way your brain thinks. So I honestly don't know where I would be without being able to write every day and sing every day and, you know, learn lines and paint and draw and dress up and do all of these things because I feel like they keep me sane and keep me grounded and, you know, I need it. That's real. <laughs> what else you working on right now? Well, I just finished up my project and that drops November 17th. And um, right now I'm working on my B-side of the project. Um, yeah, and that should be out at the top of the year. So I'm really excited about that. I feel like it's just going to be even more. And I feel like every time I drop, it's just more and more and more. So, yeah, I'm excited about that. You excited, you excited. Any last words and shout outs? Yes. Make sure you tune in to the Stargirl EP dropping November 17th on all platforms. You won't be disappointed. No skips. So, go tune in. What are you doing? Like, duh. No. Duh. <laughs> Journey Montana, we appreciate you coming through with us. Yes, thank you for having for me. For sure. I think I'm better.